my first episode, I want to introduce you guys to why real estate, divorce, and single mom. Um, the past few years, I've been a real estate agent in an unknown state that I've never lived in, no family, no friends, no support whatsoever, raising at that time was a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And now, while I was going through a divorce, now I'm a single mom of a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. So I want to show you that it's being successful is being, is the meaning behind it. Like, I have my kids and why I have my kids, they are the ones that give me a lot of perseverance, the determination, and not the will of giving up. At times, yes, it was rough for me because I was broke. Um, Three years ago, we were living paycheck to paycheck and it was not easy at all because I didn't have a salary. I didn't have a, you know... I didn't have a paycheck. I didn't have a job. Back in 2015, I got laid off. I was a director of sales and marketing for a hotel in North Dakota. And on my third trimester of pregnancy, I got laid off. And I was not expecting that at all. And I interviewed probably over three to 500 jobs worldwide. Worldwide, I would say nationwide. I went to, I came here for interviews. I went to Minnesota. I went to Texas. I went to California. I was looking jobs all over the place, but I didn't, I didn't get hired. And when sometimes when one tunnel, well, when one door closes, there's a lot of other doors, other opportunities that we don't see at that time. And I didn't see that. I was really negative. I didn't know what to expect. And I wanted, like, for instance, one of the interviews I went was um, for Delta Airlines as an for a flight attendant. Then I interviewed for PepsiCo, which is Pepsi. I interviewed for the regional manager position. And I went to eight, inter- I think it was seven or eight interviews at that time. And I made it through the three top, um, three top candidates. So it was when I got turned down for that job, I was really disappointed. So after that, I decided to go ahead and I wanted to become, I wanted to open my own business. I wanted to have my own business and I didn't know what to do. So I wanted to open a bakery because I love baking. I enjoy that so much that even as I had my marketing degree and I have my master's degree, a bachelor's and a master's degree, I decided to go to pastry pastry chef school. And I did. I did it online while I was a stay-at-home mom between 2015 and 2018. 17, I think was, I finished. So I finished, um, I did my internship in Chatoulon here in Georgia. And it was something that I did not want to do. I was so disappointed because it was taking me away from my kids. And it was something that I did not want it to, to be. I didn't want to be taken away from my kids and my family. So that was like, okay, so what do I do now? After I finished my internship, I went back to the hotelier world back in North Dakota, from Georgia back to North Dakota again. I hated it. I did not like it at all. I didn't enjoy it. It was such a dread. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But back then while I was doing my 
pastry chef degree or pastry chef, my brother insisted me to take my real estate license. And let me tell you, I have a spoiler on this. So I'm right. Uh, my book will be published soon is Becoming Successful in Real Estate, How I Sold My First $15 Million as a Single Mom. So now going back to as real estate, I didn't want to do the, the, the test. I didn't want to take the class. I was basically dragged to the class. Um, my brother-in-law took me and it was like two hours. It was from Minot, North Dakota to Bismarck. And this was like, I think it was like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We had to do it three days. And I think it was like for two weeks. It was for 40 hours. I think it was like eight hours. Yeah, it was eight hours or is it three weeks? I cannot remember right now. But it was eight hours, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then another eight hours. It was like, I think it was like 12 hours. I do not remember how long was it. But my brother dragged me. My brother-in-law dragged me. He's like, no, just take it. Because at that time, I was actually working with... um. I was selling perfectly posh and I was writing sam like sending samples, writing notes. And also I was trying to um, do events too. So everything that I was doing, supposed to be doing in real estate, I was already doing it for a smaller pay with an MLM company. And my brother's like, what are you doing? You should, you could actually make so much more money in real estate than selling soaps and lotions. Don't get me wrong. No offense to anybody whatsoever, but I didn't want to do it. I was scared because it was commission only. And I was like, why do I, why would I do that? Um, commission only. I'm not going to make, I mean, what if I don't make money? What if I don't, what if I fail? I was scared. So in this case, it was, my brother told me, okay, so just, just do it. All right. So I took the test. Okay, so I went through classes. I took the test the first time, the practice test. I did pass a practice test. My instructor back then told me, hey, you know what? You should go ahead and study a little bit more harder. Okay, that study took me a whole year to study again. I took the, I think I took the test the first time. Um, I took the test the first time I failed. I cannot remember how much I failed because I thought it was going to be easy. No, I, I was wrong. Um, I waited a whole year to take the test. I took the test eight times. But before, while I was taking the test eight times, I, so I did my internship at Chateau Lawn. Um, I had already completed my class uh, because I did it while I was doing pastry chef school. And I was also... Doing pastry chef school, perfectly posh, and I was also doing studying for my real estate, which I really, I really wasn't that concentrated on that. But in this case, it was when I came back from Georgia, from Georgia to North Dakota, um, I was offered a a sales manager position, and at this hotel, I'm not going to mention the name, but I was really disappointed because they had offered me the director of sales and marketing position. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but God had other plans for me. And I became really stressful during that time. And I was like so frustrated because I didn't want to be there. I had been, they told me, hey, you know what? 
they're going to fire this person. Um, you're going to get that position. I'm like, okay, you're just going to be trained. They're going to be training you and all that, but don't say anything. I'm like, okay, this is fine. I will go ahead and do that. Um, I won't say anything. I had a um, meeting with a regional manager, um, the general manager at that time. And when the time came, because I was already three months, I was like, what the heck is going on here? This is basically at the hotel I was working back in, in Minot, North Dakota, the second time. And they didn't know what to tell me. They're like, hey, you know what? This is not happening. We don't know. There's a lot of conflict. I'm like, you know what? I put in my two weeks. I put in my two weeks. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go back to the hotel world. And it was so frustrating for me because being a single, being a stay-at-home mom between 2015 to 2018, I was like, I couldn't go back. I could not do it. I was so stressed and it was such an anxiety. I you know, when you don't like something, you just don't want to do it. So that's what happened to me that uh, the second time I went back to the hotel business. And my husband at that time, he's like, look, Cindy, why don't you go ahead and study for your real estate test? You're going to be, you're going to do amazing. He supported me on that at all, uh, completely. And I am so grateful for that. Um, my brother was like, my brother, my brother-in-law were the same way too. like, Cindy, you got to get your real estate license. I'm like, but I don't want to do real estate. I don't want to fail. I'm scared. I don't want to live just by, you know, commission. You know, what if I don't make it? And I was in North Dakota back then. And the market in North Dakota is really different than the one in Georgia. So back in May, 2018, um, my, the, the father of the kids, my ex, my husband at that time, he's like, Hey, we got orders to South Korea. I'm like, okay, so what now? So we're going to South Korea. He's like, no, I'm going to South Korea. You're staying. It's in company, but we'll be there for a year. I'll be there for a year. I'm like, okay, we'll make it work. No problem. He's about, he's about to retire now. And so then when we, when he came, he got to South Korea, I continued taking my test. Keep in mind, I took this test eight times, eight times. So don't get discouraged if you ever actually go ahead and, um, take the test more than one time, because you know what? Think about me. I never gave up and look how I love real estate. It, I am very passionate about real estate and I love helping people. So don't ever get, give up. The great agent, you know what, what it is, is the ones that never give up. That's important. So now going back to the test, I mean, I don't know how many hours I studied and I, look, I use so many programs. Don't, I cannot remember the programs that I, I use. I can actually find them out, but there was a program that was really, really good for me that helped me a lot because I mean, it's, I think it's 27 chapters that you go through that book. Believe me, when I'm telling you 27 chapters, you know what is reading every single word out of that book. After a year I took from that, um, the the year I took off after taking the course. So I was missing the test like by a point or two sometimes, but the beginning was like more than two points. But hey, you know what? I'm being honest here. I'm not going to lie. It was not an easy test. So the couple times, the last few times, it was like the 
last three or four times, it was, I was missing it by a point. So let me tell you something here. When I was actually missing it by a point, I had run out of time. I had to resubmit the whole documentation, all the paperwork, getting like, hey, permission to extend that. Like, I am going to pass this test. Anyway, they they extended it. And I think I passed it on July 6th. So my husband at that time, he actually had left to South Korea already. And I was so happy when I passed it because it was... I was having breakdowns every time I didn't pass a test because it was awful. Um, It was doing something to me emotionally, mentally, and because I wanted to pass a test. I wanted so bad. I didn't want to continue driving two hours one way, two hours another way. It was like four hours. And I finally passed a test. I was so, so happy. Um, I passed it on, I think it was July 6th or July 2nd, because by that time it was like, um, it was a holiday because of July 4th. But anyways, I passed the test. So now the kid's dad is in South Korea. All right. So he's in South Korea. He tells me, Hey, I think it's like July 10th. He calls me. All right. Oh no. Before that, let me, let me tell you this. So before that he tells me, Hey, Uh, Before he goes, he's like, two weeks later, he's like, we got orders to Japan. Okay, so when are we going to Japan now? Well, that's going to be a year later. But get everything ready. Start getting everything prepared. We had a dog by then. Um, I hadn't been like, I had started to just like um, declutter things and not save a lot of things, not, um, so, okay. So that was the plan going to, going to Japan, living there for two years. So now when he gets to South Korea, he asked me, now that you pass the test, what do you want to do? Do you want to go ahead and stay in Georgia? I mean, go to, um, stay in Minot, North Dakota or go to Georgia. I'm like, look, I'm going to Georgia because I'm not going, I'm not going to deal with this negative 81 degrees. So though my brother-in-law was there, my brother was there. My brother was in full time there because he's a flight attendant and he also has his real estate license too. And they'd have a lot of investment properties as well, but I knew he was going to move that same year too. So for me, it was like, I'd rather just go to Georgia, have the full support of your family. And you know what? They'll, they'll help me out. Little did I know, it was a totally different story on that. Um, I moved to Georgia, and I think it was like probably three to six months later, everything went downhill with with his parents. I don't want to get that much in detail or anything, but it was basically me, myself, and the kids. Um, I was a dad, I was a mom, and it was my kids. I didn't have any friends or family. I was trying to get into a new career that I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Yes, I knew I was basically having to do the same thing as I did as a director of sales and marketing, uh, follow-up, cold call, but how did I start? That was where I was like, okay, what do I do now? I joined the team and I'm really grateful for them because I learned a lot of things. 
but it was not enough training for me. I'm a person that I need to gain knowledge. I need to learn. I need to know more things. And it wasn't really enough. So I started with Keller Williams Linear Partners. Um, and then I started with a team. I'm not going to mention the team. But it was really interesting how much training they provided, which is awesome. That's where I, I, I learned how to do contracts. I learned like the basics that I needed to do. Then I also went ahead and I bought a few books that helped me a lot, like the millionaire real estate agent. And I started reading and I started learning from other, um, from other books that I read too, until I came up with a Tom Ferry program. But before I get into all that, I just want to say that for me to be here in Georgia without no knowledge or anything, well, in the real estate world, because it's a totally different ballgame. Don't get me wrong. It's an amazing job, but it's not about only opening doors. It's not about opening doors and putting signs on. No, not at all. It's about negotiating, learning how to listen to your client and know what they're looking for and wanting. Um, I will give you an example for today. I have a client and he is actually, I've been working with him for almost a year. Working with him for almost a year has been, we've been in communication. We've never met. He said that he's coming to, to Georgia. He rented a lake house. Um, he's never been to Lake Lanier. So that's here in Georgia. You can actually Google it. And he wants to get away from, from, from his daily job. And that's really important. Okay. He's never been to Lake Lanier. What are the, the important things that a client needs to know? What are their wants? What are the needs? What are they wanting to do? So let's say, for instance, I have a little list here. I am going to tell you things that I have discussed with him and I've learned too. Um, so he wants a lake view. So seasonal open view, that's really important for him, but he has to pay for the price. So around that, that's going to be between 800 and a million dollars. That is his budget. So it's more like a vacation home for him, which is amazing. But I also needed to know that he has to at least have four bedrooms and minimum of 3,500 square feet. Um, and I asked him, are you going to have a boat? Yes, he is going to have a boat and he's going to have some jet skis. So that for me already, I know he needs to have a double slip dock. Um, double sip dock, and it could be with an optional party deck. So that's okay. As long as they get the double slip cover dock, that's important. And it needs to have, depending on how big the boat is, we need to find out, uh, I need to find him a house with a deep water. So that's important too. Um, and if it's going to be in a cove, open or closed water. So he wants to be in somewhere that it's going to be open water. So now you learned a little bit of lakes here. Um, there's a few, few properties. Um, and I'll be showing him properties. Keep in mind, I live in Georgia. I'm a real estate agent in Georgia, Georgia, the state of Georgia here in the United States. So I am going to be sending me houses in Gwinnett County, Dawson County, Forsyth County and Hall County. So why do I only, why do I know about all these counties? Because when I started, 
I went all over the place and I still go all over the place depending on the, on the budget. I mean, on the price range of the property, sometimes I really don't care just because I want to know and learn about the areas. Like if you Google White County, that's where I can get the best honey. And that is very, like, I, I love to know about wineries. I like to know about what you can get local. Supporting local is really important. So going back, because I know this is my first episode, I don't want to bore you guys. But at the same time, I want you guys to understand that my first, uh, my first year in real estate, my first few months were very, very, I learned a lot. Um, so when I started with a team, because I did not know anybody and my, the kid's dad at that time, well, my ex-husband or my husband at that time, he told me, Hey, you know what? Why don't you join a team since you don't know anything and anybody? So I did join the team. And what I did was I started cold calling and I started sending notes. So if you see, like, I didn't send them this note. I sent like, this is my brand now, my hot pink. For me, it's really important, hot pink. So whenever I was, um, I was writing handwritten notes. So for every phone call that I made, I would just go ahead and just tell them, Hey, do you have anybody that is looking to sell or buy? And I got my first listing. Well, my first two listings, I got them like that. And it was, I felt really, really good about it. But I, I, after my first listings, I really was concentrated more on buyers which is a totally different ball game. I'll let you guys know. Yes, they say that with listings you last. And that is true with listings you last. But that I can actually go ahead and tell you a different type of story. Well, that could be a different episode for that. But it was really fun for me. Um, pictures. Uh, so after I did my third listing, I wasn't getting that much paid with in a team because they would take, I'll tell you the split. It was a 60, 40. So the team leader would get, the team would get 60. I would get 40%. And on top of that, Keller Williams would get 70%. I think it was 70% or 80%. I'm not so sure, but it ended up being like $2,000. And me being at that time, my, the kid's dad was living overseas and I was in Georgia it wasn't cutting it. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons I'm like, look, if I can actually get better training with Keller Williams, which is part of, uh, where, what the team was and a better split, then I went ahead and did that. So that was my first rodeo with that one. Then I switched brokerages, um, in 2000, I cannot remember. It was like, probably was like, February or March, I would have to look at the dates to an a hundred percent commission brokerage and not going to mention who it was, but in this case, it was a learning experience because the broker did not have that much experience. Um, I have usually a lot of situations that get, um, they're unicorn situations. So it's just like, okay, let's go. But it was an amazing experience. Um, I can talk about a little bit more in detail how it went, but this is my first episode of real estate, divorce, and single mom. So 
I will tell you guys a little bit more about this on the next episode. Please let me know if you guys have any questions, any concerns. I would love to answer them. And I hope you guys enjoyed my first episode. And I look forward for the second one. So this is Cindy Pressgrace. And have a wonderful day.